This is Kylie, the Midnight Margaritas Witch. This is V, the Brownies for Breakfast Witch. You are incorrect. However, no, not fully incorrect. Originally, it's chocolate cake for breakfast, then it's just chocolate for breakfast, and then it's brownies for breakfast. Yes, when you're a witch, you can have whatever you want. That's the point. Fair. Whatever you want. Fair enough. (laughs) Welcome to Witch Theater. Woo! did you settle on well v shamed me (laughs) um i was originally gonna buy some of those shitty canned margaritas because i number one i live with my parents still it's changing in the next couple months but whatever but so i don't have like freaking abilities to like make cocktails with all this fancy shit so uh, and it's also my dry January, so I'm only the nights that we record the podcast, I'll have drinks with V. But yes. other than that, I'm not drinking. So Same. I had to like go buy something. So I had to go buy something. So I ended up with because V shamed me. <laughs> Listen, I was just looking out for you. There's no tequila. No, in those you cans, shamed so. me. No, it, this is the 1800 brand tequila margarita pre made mix. So here, we're mm. about to try it. Ready? Okay. Oh. Oh. Good oh, deal. that's good. That's good. Okay. I can taste the tequila. I have a t- uh my husband, the cocktail sorcerer. He didn't want to be called the cocktail witch or the cocktail warlock. He had to be the cocktail sorcerer. <laughs> Patrick. Patrick the cocktail sorcerer. The margarita is his absolute favorite. This is how simple it is, Kylie. Two yes. parts tequila, one part mm-hmm. lime. One part uh, Grand Marnier, Cointreau, or Triple Sec. Whichever one you prefer. It's the different tiers of great, basically orange liqueur. I read the ingredients. It said Triple Sec. Yeah, Triple Sec we, or We might have to take liqueur. a break in a little bit to get some more because <laughs> that's pretty good. Yes, I'm drinking out of my Boots Randolph glass that my brother gave for Secret Santa that I absolutely adore. I'm going to taste mine now. Yes, please. Jesus. It's so good. Good so good like good the proper tequila like you know you put salt in a margarita but like Mm -hmm. some tequilas have the saltiness in them yes and whatever this tequila is that my husband buys it's got that like saltiness in it let me know which one he buys i will to know that i will i'm I'm a tequila girl at heart so i i would really like to know (laughs) one it's huge like it's this huge bottle with this lovely big cork and like skeletons dancing on the front it's a very kylie bottle yeah, let me know. Um, <laughs> I however, I can't just have tequila in the house because I would be at like 1 p.m. being like, I could use take the edge off. Shot <laughs> tequila. I love tequila. I can't just have it in my house. You can have tequila February after dry January. I'm doing so well, though. I'm really proud of myself. <laughs> I'm proud of you. What are we? Thank you. What? Yeah, are why the fuck covering? are we talking about margaritas so much? <laughs> Um, because we're fucking covering practical magic. Oh. This is about Yo. to be a showdown. Yo. For once, for once, 
I like the movie and V doesn't like it. <laughs> I and am. V is wrong for once. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm not wrong for having an opinion. It is a cult classic, ma'am. Look, the thing with cult classics is the rewatchability, which it has. Because oh, the first, it definitely has. The first watch of it is trash because they change <gasps> lanes. It's trash. Because it changes lanes like six times within the first 20 minutes. And I'm like, where margarita. is this going? Like, where is this going? God, I knew because when I saw 1998 and I saw Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman looking like absolute tweens that I was like, they nope. They look this is stunning. Not. They're beautiful, but they also look like tweens. They I have the bodies of tweens. I've never met a woman who has a body like those two, too. I swear. Oh, of course not. They're Hollywood stars. I know, They're but like. ridiculously thin. God help well, God help actresses in general. I look more like Aunt Frances. <laughs> I'm a Frances girl myself. Yeah, I'm not a Jet girl. I'm a Frances girl. Oh, I am Jet. Like, Aunt Jet is me. Like, when I'm an old bitty, if something ever happens to Patrick and I live alone, like, I am Aunt Jet. I'm always feeding people. That's me and you living a life yeah. together. Yeah. I can't live in Florida, but we can meet somewhere in the middle. No, I would leave Florida because it's too damn hot here. Exactly. You can't be an old bitty in Florida. That's like I am wearing a tank top. It is January fourth, and I am wearing a tank top. I am wearing a sweatshirt. So basically, I my history with this movie is I watched it about three years ago for the first podcast that I did, and I liked it. However, I watched it the second time, and I fell fucking in love with it because I related to it a lot more. When we have our witch theater retreat, which will be just the two of us, like watching movies and getting drunk as fuck i will absolutely put this movie on the list listen this is a girlfriend's movie okay yes this is it's not, a rom-com at, and it's this, hard it's a it's weird okay um this movie it's made me, not weird it's great look i will I'm, fight you on this one i love this more than i hate malignant <laughs> all right well we should just go ahead and get into our cast who I don't have cute things about. Because, y'all, you know I ha- I spent, you know them, but also I spent so much time doing research on all of the constant witch breaks I'm going to take in this episode, okay? It's if such y'all a are good here, movie! Y'all are here Sorry. for the witch breaks, then this is your episode, okay? Um, I mean, I so hope instead, you're here for those because this is called witch theater. <laughs> we're going to go with uh, Zodiac Signs. For the oh, various... first of all, this is the first time V had watched this movie. Was for this. So. I said that. Yeah, yeah. Did I, you? I, okay. I'm just yeah, making sure. I, well, like, and let me clarify here. I she doesn't hate it. No, I don't hate it. I just think she it's doesn't too... like '90s things. That's not a blanket statement. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> I I very much still enjoy the music of NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears. Oh, the NSYNC. music in this movie, so good. Uh, ooh. Okay. It has, uh, bitch, it has faith. They took Don't forever to bring Stevie Nicks into the picture, which I was very upset about. But I didn't become a witch. I didn't even realize I was a witch till about a year and a half ago. So, yeah, I wasn't oh. really watching witch movies. Like, I haven't always been a witch. I'm an ex-Christian, okay? I haven't always been a witch. So, like, this movie, I would have stayed far away from. I do think that is important to think about. I'm not going to lie. Because when you told me you didn't enjoy it, I was like... I think this might be partially... I get that you might just not like it. I totally understand that. Like, I don't understand it because I think you're wrong. But I get <laughs> that people just don't like the same things. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. But, um, like, we both just didn't, like, had different opinions on Malignant. I don't think that has anything to do with your ex-Christianity. But I think this might a little bit, and even, I think we should explore while we're going through it, the differences in our practice. Because I think this is my ideal practice. My ideal atheist witch practice. And that is very different from yours. And I think that's interesting to think about. Yo, Francis and Jet are pagan as fuck, okay? They are not atheists. No, they're not. They are, dude, they celebrated the solstice dancing under the full moon. That's like pagan as shit. They call on Hecate, girl. Okay, well, I'm just saying that I think it's interesting to think about our differences in our practice while we watch this. I see my future and this movie is going to be, yeah, it's absolutely a cult classic. It's It's a, like, this is a movie that immediately the second time I watched it, I was like, this is better. It's better now that I know how this goes. Because you know how when you watch a movie for the first time and you don't know what direction it's taking and it takes forever to get to the fucking You thought it was just a rom-com? Yeah. I did not think it was a rom-com. I really didn't. I went into this not watching a trailer, not reading about it in typical V fashion. So I was like, witches. My my midnight margarita is really hitting those sour parts (laughs) in the back of your mouth. It is 5.30, (laughs) ma'am. You cannot call. Oh, Evan's coming to get me tonight. I'm not fucking driving anywhere. (laughs) All right. Our cast. Sandra Bullock. Sandy. Born on... Born on July 26th is absolutely a Leo. Mm-hmm. Leo. I just wrote Leo, Leo in the air because I couldn't. Yeah. I had water in my mouth. <laughs> Nicole Kim in June 20th. So she's actually cuspy, which uh, so she's like a Gemini. She's probably Gemini, but she's a Gemini cancer cusp. Okay. I see her more Gemini, but okay. I definitely see her more Gemini than Cancer, for sure. But, I mean, if you're going to have a relationship with Tom Cruise and get out of that and be yeah, any sort of human being again. First of all, you have to be a Gemini to work with Stanley Kubrick. Second of all, in order to survive <laughs> a marriage with psychopath Tom Cruise, who, for the record, I do not like as an actor, as a human being. Hate him. Fuck Scientology. Terrible, terrible, terrible. You have to have the Cancer sensibilities in order to survive that. So, I say okay. that Nicole Kidman... Some people are like, no cusps. I like that about astrology. I'm into that. I like cusps. Pro-cusps. So Stockard Channing, who I always love to see her face. Stockard. Don't say Stockard. That sounds awful. That's an awful name. It's it's a pretty bad name anyway. Let's not be. It's actually her legal last name. February 13th. Yo, she was born on Valentine's Day. That's uh, Aquarius. That makes sense The only Aquarius I know is Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. That feels very Rizzo to me, who she played in Greece. So, oh, if we had any reason to cover any Greece related, no, we do not have any reason to cover. I know, but it is one of my childhood movies. Is that Greece movie? I swear to God. No, you're the one that I want. You're the one I want. Okay. So this is interesting. Sandy and Nicole have birthdays that are kind of close to each other. And so do Diane Weist and Stockard Channing because Diane was born on March 28th. So she's, ooh, an Aries. Ooh. She's the kind of Aries that my mom is. Like cute and sweet, but like, I'm going to fix you. I'm going to take care of you. I need to study astrology outside of the people that I hang out with because I don't know much about Aries. Aries is incredible. Aries has got to be one of my top favorite zodiac signs. Can you give me, can you really quickly, do you know any general things about them? 
Yeah, Aries, like I just said, like fiercely protect, like mama bear energy for sure, but also okay. like scattery fire energy. Like the emperor okay. card represents Aries, so it's a lot of that like I'm in charge and you have to deal with it kind of energy, but also like very okay. sassy. Sass is the name of the Aries game. Okay, good to know. All right, so the only other person I'm going to talk about because I can't pronounce the guy's name who plays Jimmy, uh, Aiden Quinn, who, my God. That Gary? Beautiful, I, yes, that beautiful Irish I'm not man. into him. Oh, no, he's so cute. God, in Legends of the Fall. I I recognized him, but I'm not into him. And um, Matt's last name was Quinn. So. Aww. Rest in peace, Matt. Oh, Matt. Yeah. Aiden Quinn's birthday is March 8th, so he is a Pisces. That is such an Irish name. Oh, yeah. Aiden Quinn. Mm-hmm. Pisces mm-hmm. men, God bless you. Any Pisces men listening, make sure you're checking in with your emotions. You're a man listening. Hey. Like, you hey. Talk to us. I'm interested. You have a boyfriend. You can't just say that. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not, like, interested in chatting with you, not to date you. I'm very taken. <laughs> I, I meant more just like, why are you listening to us? I'm intrigued. Uh, I think it's very open-minded of you. Welcome to the podcast. We're happy you're yes, a fan. Welcome. But yes, I'm Pisces very men. happy you're listening. Pisces men. And, and then finally, I have to mention, because I thought this was very interesting, our director, Griffin Dune, a man directing a w- movie about women, which I'm always like, All Bleh. women, basically. Yeah, basically. But Griffin Dune was uh, actually an actor in his own right. He was the werewolf in American Werewolf in London, which we should absolutely cover. I have actually never seen it. I've never seen it either. I saw him in the movie After Hours, which was a Scorsese film, and I really enjoyed it. So, But anyway, his birthday is June 8th, which is the day before Patrick's birthday. So he is a Gemini. Are we so, ready to start the summary? Hell yeah. So we begin with imagery of a woman with dark hair. They discuss, like there's a, I believe it's Francis. A voiceover. Or soccer yeah. training, I believe. They say that Owen's women have always been blamed for everything that has gone wrong in this town. So um, her name is Maria. She was a witch. She actually was a witch. This is very, by the way, historically inaccurate. Most people who were... Um, like in the Salem witch trials, they were not actually witches. Or went but out anyway. for the women who were tried and killed as witches. Who it's weren't even witches. Right. Um, so I'm sure they got a few in there, but that wasn't the point. It was like, it was ridiculous. Fear that she had a gift or power. The gift was magic. They try to hang her. The hanging doesn't work. The rope snaps and she lands on her feet. So they banish her to an island. However, she was pregnant. The man who she was impregnated by and whom she loved never came for her. So she cast a spell that she would never feel love again. However, within her bitterness, that became angry. And it became the fact that men whom the Owens women love will not live. Boo. So there's a curse on any man who loves an Owens woman. God damn it, Maria. (laughs) Selfish. Uh, Selfish. it is. It is. Also, love spells a bad idea. I'll talk about that later. Mm. We see a couple on the beach with two young girls who we now know are Jillian and Sally and their parents. And they are still talking in the voiceover about a Death Watch beetle. And their mother heard it. I don't believe they ever gave the mother a name. They just said my mom or my mother. And she hears it. 
And turns out the dad dies and she dies of a broken heart. That's sad. Fully relate. <laughs> I mean, Fully you're not relate. dead. No, but I can relate. The pain that you feel as someone who loses your spouse feels like you could die. I could totally see that. I feel like it's kind of hinted at that it was suicide because they later ask each other if they forgive forgive their mother. So I feel like it might have been. So they go to their aunts or aunts. I've been hanging out with Evan too long. He calls them aunties. (laughs) Uh, Aunties works. I feel like they're completely aunties. I know, but I call them aunts because I'm from Michigan. Uh, Mm. Their aunts raised them, and their names are Francis, by Stalker Channing, and Jet, whose name I forget. What's her real name? Diane Weist. Adorable, sweet as pie, Diane Weist. And they are fully practicing witches. So now we see the the girls a little older, not even older, but the girls, you know, a little bit later, doing spells with their aunts. Sally already has what they call the gift. Jillian doesn't yet. So Sally kind of took to magic easier Jillian had to work for it basically Mm. Um, Jet and Francis take in a woman who's knocking on their door who wants to perform them to perform a love spell and pay them (laughs) which I think is kind of hilarious and and Jet is like wouldn't you find somebody better like be careful what you wish for and and uh, Francis is like just take the money like don't like obviously she can't be convinced yeah, the woman is pretty. Basically, what's happening is she's the mistress. Fucking hysterical, by the way. She seems like, and she's also though. terrifying to look at. She like look. She looks a mess. Um, it's not going well for whatever this woman's name is. It is probably after this because these are two powerful witches. So yeah, but I feel like I wanted to very much see how that all played out and the doom that they got into. Like, yeah, I want to so see I was the doom. Say is, don't do last spells, people. Do not play with people's emotions in your spells, please. Nah, it's not going to work out. And if it does, you know it's from a spell. So let's not great. And we'll talk about it later. But I I will um, say, because people ask a lot of the time, they're like, with tarot cards, they're just like, will he come back? Like, is he my true love? La, la, la. And oh, my gross. Yeah, it's so love readings. Everybody wants to know their future in love. And the thing is, All the time, 100% of the time, when I get asked that, the cards are always like, you need to work on yourself because you are currently not noticeable to that person who is your true love. And when you work on yourself, you become a beacon of light and they will find you no matter what. There is nowhere you need to go. There is, there. well, I was about to say there's nothing you need to do. However, you need to take care of yourself. Love yourself first and then that person will be able to find you. Spoken from the mouth of the babe. Okay, mm. you know what I'm talking about when they say, like, <laughs> sorry, I'm in a mood. Um, <laughs> Kylie's properly medicated, finally, so you're getting the real Kylie right now. Um, I love it. It's it's something. God so bless the, modern medicine. God bless it. The girls see this. They see the love spell happening, and they decide to do a spell for themselves. Sally never wants to be in love. Jillian wants to be in love. Yeah. Sally does a spell. She's picking flowers and herbs. What she says is that he can flip pancakes in the air. He'll be marvelously kind. His favorite shape will be a star. And he'll have one green eye and one blue eye. And he can ride a pony backwards, which I thought was the and, cutest oh, detail. I forgot that. I, 
I was typing as she said it, but I missed that part. It's a lot. Jillian looks at her and says, I thought you didn't want to be in love. And Sally said, the guy I dreamed up doesn't exist, so I'll never die of a broken heart. Because she doesn't want to die like her mom did. Yeah. Sally. Sally, baby. Your plan going to backfire. See, this is the problem. This is like when you do any sort of magic, period. Mm-hmm. You have to be very intentional because mm-hmm. it's going to work, okay? It's going to work, and it probably and we, won't. And I love later. Okay, sorry. It's so Go good. It's, spoiler alert, the guy's real. <laughs> also, you just said it's so good. This movie is great. I knew it. <laughs> oh, gracious me. I'm just going to take every positive thing V says about this movie and make it gigantic. So it is present day now. <laughs> It's 1998. It's technically not. 1998. No, 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 no. But it's a couple years before that. So Jillian, I think they're supposed to be like late teens, like 17, 18. Jillian runs away with a boy. They both cut their hands, as we have seen many, weirdly, in many movies that we have covered. They they make a blood oath. Dude, very. We've talked very, about this before. You cannot break that blood oath. No, but it's also a very real way to exchange diseases. So be careful. Yeah. Um, be careful who you do a blood oath with. Your sister? Okay, that's fine. I think we've my already sister and talked I both- about not doing blood oaths. The PSA is blood magic. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not, babes. Maybe not. If you're doing it just yourself, go to town. But if you're mixing with other people, how would you wait? In what scenario are you doing blood magic? You can add blood to a spell and make it more powerful. Your own blood, like you can well, prick your finger. Again, proceed with caution. Oh, 100%. But I'm no. just saying disease-wise, you won't harm yourself by poking it. They discuss how they will end up back together. They will grow old together and die together on the same day. Because they are sissies. And they've only really had each other and their aunts, who are also a duo female pair. So They have probably sense made that- a similar blood oath. Yeah, probably. At least a couple years later. I'd say they're now in their mid-20s. Jillian dates around. They, they're they getting, like, letters from her. The aunts and Sally are getting letters from her. She's in my neck of the woods. who she's dating. She's, I thought she was in L.A. Orlando. Oh, okay. So she moves around, basically. She moves around. She dates around. She does whatever. Good for her. She's a um, sex witch. <laughs> Sally is still living with the aunts. She's a chastity witch. Not, we find out, no. She's not. Well, like, immediately after this, she's not a chastity witch anymore. Unless you consider chastity just having the same partner. No, that's not what chastity means. No, I know. One of the aunts, I don't remember which one. I believe it was Francis, but I'm not positive. Said being normal isn't necessarily. Yes, yes. Say it with flair. Being normal isn't necessarily a virtue. It shows a lack of courage. Rather denotes a lack of courage. I like how she says rather denotes, and I'm like, God, I oh, want to talk. Oh, sorry, I missed that part. I wrote it verbatim, and it's like I know I was busy writing a summary, and I got distracted. Try it again. Being normal isn't necessarily a virtue. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so Sally is now gardening at the house. I wrote down quote the best music ever is playing "This Kiss" by Faith Hill. Which I mean that I song. Used to sing. Yes, I sang that for a talent show. Wait. What? Yeah. So sing it for me right now, V. It's the way you love me. It's a feeling like this. It's centrifugal motion. It's perpetual bliss. It's that pivotal moment. 
It's uh, impossible. This kiss, this kiss. It's <laughs> such a good song. Oh, it's a fantastic song. But like, I oh. had to pause the movie and make sure I hadn't skipped a bunch of shit because she just like they they cast runs spell. after this guy. Like, they literally don't even know this guy's name, and like they're just making out in the street. <laughs> oh, they showed him before. They showed her make eye contact with him before when they were walking discussing like that relationship moved faster than a disney princess movie okay because they're witches because they're witches no i know we we learn that later yes because this is one of the things where i watched it the second time and i'm like oh they put a spell on her so she'd fall in love with the boy who's um the guy from miami doctor or whatever it's like a usa show about him being a doctor in miami can we just call him hottie apple guy he's not that hot Apple Bottom Boy. We call him Apple Bottom Boy. Apple Bottom Boy. (laughs) It's because he delivers produce, you guys. It's not because he has a nice boy. He's literally an Apple Boy. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Apple Bottom Boy. They have two daughters together. And they live together for quite a while. I mean, the kids are probably like seven and nine or something. Like The older daughter's at least nine, yeah. At least, yeah. So their two daughters are Kylie. And Antonia. Like, what a name, Antonia. I think that's a pretty name. I'm not huge into my own name, like I don't, but it is fun to see my name in a movie around the time I was born. So, like, I'm not the only Kylie that was born at that time. So, Sally's married. They have two daughters, Kylie and Antonia. Jillian is currently living somewhere. I thought it was L.A., but I don't Who knows? Really know. Who fucking knows? She's partying. She's sex witches living in a sexy place. Yes. Um, also living very recklessly, I will say. Yeah, she's like grinding up on three dudes and like being leered at. Well, by not even others. just that. She's using her magic recklessly, and we'll talk about that in a minute. She's dating a guy named Jimmy Angelov. Jimmy Angelov. Tell me that it's a coincidence that his name has angel in it. No. No. Of course not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, so, I found out that the original iteration of this character in the book is a Texan. So it's probably not Angel of. It's probably just Angel. Like Jimmy Angel. Like he's Latino? I don't know. Maybe. Like Jimmy on hell? Jimmy on hell? Yeah, maybe. Ugh. Sally is sleeping... In bed, her daughter is between them. I believe it's Antonia. Michael is there. She starts hearing the death beetle. Um, she doesn't think anything of it at first. Oh, she knows. Then it's the next day. In the night, she doesn't think of it. The next day, she starts hunting for it. She's like pull- She's literally pulling up every floorboard in their room to try to find it. She's trying to kill it. Michael's in the street. He sees all these like bikers go... Not bikers. <laughs> bicyclists go past him and he everyone thinks oh it's fine and then he gets hit by a truck and dies okay has anybody ever actually died by group of bicyclists no but they have died by getting hit by a truck oh i mean absolutely but like i just think that fake out was kind of stupid i will say leading into this the first time i saw this i was not a widow the second time i am and i think that's a big part of why i related a lot more to this movie and why I got really emotional when I was watching this movie. So I kept thinking about you while I was watching all of this and how you might have been reacting. And I couldn't stop thinking about how like badly Sandra Bullock was acting grief Mm-mm. out. No, she's doing wrong. terribly. No, she's You're terrible. Wrong. You're wrong. 
Okay, there's some moments where it's good, but there's other moments where it's terrible. Okay, well, I disagree. She goes to her aunt's. She goes to their house. She's still in the same town, by the way. By the way, they never left the town. She goes to her aunt's house. She says things like, he died because I loved him so much. The line is sad. Um, She acted it badly. This whole scene is acted poorly. I very candidly disagree but we can't argue over acting like that's just how you perceive it like i can't i mean i feel like you would be way more hysterical or one would be way more hysterical you would be shocked at how composed i was when matt died okay we find out the ants did cast a spell for her to fall in love with michael they cast a spell for her to be happy basically and um they didn't think she would actually fall in love with michael to the point that he would be killed by the curse that's this, kind of idiotic and misguided. <laughs> it is. Love magic is so tempting to use, but so dangerous. Yeah. Again, my advice for you all on that is work on yourself. Be happy with where you're mm-hmm. at. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, that person that's meant for you will literally not be able to avoid the brightness of the beacon which you are shining. But I will say this movie kind of discounts after they're kind of acting like you loved him because of this. She did love him, though. Like, whatever yeah. you want to say, she loved that man. And she had two children with him. They had a life together. Yeah. This is the part that I really cried. Sally brings out their, like, spell book, basically, which is beautiful, by the way. Whoever did the, what's it called when they're creating the room and stuff? Set design. Set design, thank you. Beautiful. Absolutely oh, Absolutely yeah. stunning. The whole set design of this entire movie is amazing. And props. Oh, my God, the props. She's screaming at them, screaming, bring him back, bring him back. And they say, we can't. He wouldn't be Michael. He'll be something dark. And she's still screaming, bring him back anyway. And she collapses crying. And that scene is so fucking real to me. And that's all I have to say. By the way, the big book of spells is often called a grimoire. Yes, I have one myself. I don't because I don't really write spells. I usually just do really simple candle magic. I have one that includes my tarot, like the ones I create myself. Yeah. Tar- like tarot spreads. And then it has my little spells in it. But it's nothing yeah. like this. Like Jesus, no. Yeah. I'm not this cool. I tend to collect other people's spell books as opposed to write mm-hmm. my own because like for me, my my spells and my magic is about intention. Same. So, like, I did a candle for you one day, but I also had two other people I knew that were sick. Like, I had a friend that was sick with this, like, weird throat issue. And then I had another friend who had um, Mm -hmm. a pancreatic issue and was in the hospital. So, I was like, okay, I'm going to get my big mint candle because that's good for healing. And then I did an individual candle and individual crystals for each of you. But it was just, like, it's all about intention for me. Like, I'm very, like, Basically, I'm not important to V is what's happening. Wow. I'm no. laughing, by the way. Wow. Yeah, because I bother to, like, light candles. How you. dare you include other people? It was anyway. a general healing spell. I thought that collective Honey, healing matches. 1,000% kidding. I, I am just care. explaining nice the rationale. <laughs> but you saw me laugh. V could see me laughing, so she knows that I was joking. Okay. So Sally decides, which, by the way, the name Sally Bad, bad choice. Bad choice. Um, Sorry, everybody named Sally. (laughs) No, but just 
it's weird with Jillian. It doesn't go. I don't know. Sally decides to move back in with her aunts, and she brings her daughters. She tells them that her daughters will never do magic. Okay, Sally. They show Sally not being able to get out of bed. I fully relate to that. Yeah, that's she. Ca- that's very real. She calls the Jillian by placing her finger on the scar in her hand, and Jillian feels it as well. So Jillian astral projects to visit Sally, basically. She was driving. She, she astral projected. She totally she was, was not, driving a car. She did. She was not there. She did not drive from Arizona all the way there. Okay, so Joni Mitchell is just imaginary too. Whatever. Either way, <laughs> she's somehow there. I read it on multiple sites that she astral projected. Okay. So either way, they're there. It's really sweet. Um, I will say this whole relationship could have been easier if they had just like chatted on the phone every once in a while. Like this is in 1895. Like you can chat on the phone. But Sally tells her all about Michael because she has never, Jillian's never come back to even meet Michael, which I think is really weird. Jillian's been Um, gone for like 10 years. Yeah, exactly. She tells them how they're going to open a shop where he grew the produce and the herbs and she created things like lotions and soaps and things like that. Bitch Um, witch. Yes. Jillian tells her about Jimmy Angelove. And Jimmy says Angela. how intense their relationship is. He's a so vampire intense. cowboy. <laughs> he's a vampire cowboy. And says that he's so intense sometimes they don't sleep. So she'll give him Belladonna to sleep at night. Okay. I have to make a note of this. Because later in the movie, Sally talks about Belladonna. That people put it in their tea as a, to relax. Y'all. Belladonna's nuts. Belladonna is a poison. No yeah. amount of Belladonna is safe. Okay. Do not put it in your goddamn tea to relax, okay? Lavender is what you want. She was just trying to cover herself, though. Oh, that makes more sense. Wow. I didn't think about that. She was talking to a cop. (laughs) I didn't think about it that way. I was like, this is a serious error. (laughs) No, actually, I would say the witch content in this movie is pretty on par. They had a actual witch consult on the movie, and then she didn't get paid enough, so she cursed the film, and it flopped in the box office. Are you serious? Yes. Okay, well, it's a cult classic, though. No, okay, yeah, it's got success later, but Warner Brothers ended up paying off the witch because she kept harassing them about getting more money. That's amazing. And then the director actually had an exorcism done to get rid of the curse. That's not how that works. It's not. not. (laughs) That's not how curses work. Anyway, he should have known that if he actually watched the movie. (laughs) So Jillian tells Sally... Or she asked Sally, did you ever forgive mom? Which is why I think she actually did complete suicide. Yeah, because also they like. You wouldn't just blame mom for dying of a broken heart. Right. That's. I mean, that's the causation. She completed suicide. Yeah. I'm just pretty convinced that that's what happens because this conversation was weird. If If it was just she died because she was so sad, I don't. That is one of those things that, A, does make it a cult classic because people have conversations like we're having right now around the movie. But also, that's one of the reasons why I'm like, I didn't get enough context in this movie. Like, I didn't get enough family lore. I think the movie wanted to be a positive 
I think it wanted to be a Gary and Sally rom-com at the end of the day. Yes, and we're going to talk about that because the end of the film, the way that they treat it is pretty atrocious. Okay, well, Kylie oh, we'll talk about it. now and Kylie's unhappy with V's take. So, <laughs> anyway, Jillian does tell Sally she will never forgive herself if she doesn't get up out of bed and take care of her own daughters. And brush her teeth. And brush her teeth. Which, Oral hygiene way, is guys, important. But it is important. However, it is hard when you're that depressed. Oh, yeah. That's like the number one thing you sacrifice when you're depressed is your oral hygiene. Um, The last six months, once a day max, it's been bad. Um, my your dentist is going to be mad. She is. <laughs> so Sally does wake up. She sees the indent on the pillow next to her that obviously was Jillian. And she has a new kind of like fervor in herself. So she gets up. She decides to open the store that her and Michael were talking about called Verbena. I could talk about Verbena. So Verbena, I actually looked it up. Verbena looks like it's a flower. Apparently it's good for depression, which is perfect for her getting over. And me. Yes. And me. (laughs) Um, It's also good for your sinuses and your throat. So keep an eye out for that, witches. Isn't it? Doesn't it kind of look like aloe? No, it's a flower. So. Oh, okay. It's a flower. But when she's doing her little rose petal spell when she's a little girl, she picks a verbena flower. Or at least it looks like it to me. ah, I love this movie. I I know. I know. I'm like, it's got to be a verbena flower. Like, that has to be. I fucking love this movie the story is a little weird but i do appreciate it's not weird it's perfect (sighs) i get what you're saying though i get i get what you're saying all i'm saying is this movie could use a really good update with like zazzy beats as one of the witches i'd be really happy tell me you know who zazzy beats is i don't oh my god you would know her if you saw her her legal name is zazzy beats she's like incredible German-American actress. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know who she is. Mm -hmm. She's beautiful. She would be perfect in a remake of this. All right. Where were we? We were talking about Verbena. We were at... Sally decides to open up her store of Verbena. Okay. Yes. Your editing is going to be fun this week, by the way. I'm going to send you a $5 tip. There are kids outside of the store taunting Kylie. Me. No, I'm just kidding. She's a little ginger cutie patootie. Yeah, she's. She is the Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Um, they're taunting Kylie and Antonia, calling her witch, witch. You're a witch, witch, witch. You're a witch. Kylie points at the one boy and says she hopes she gets chicken pox. I love great. that these tiny, literal baby witches are cursing people in this stupid town. Oh, they know what's up. Oh yeah. And then, like, her little it's, sister by is By the like, way, it is no. in Massachusetts. I don't know the name of the town, but it is in Massachusetts. So, but the real town that they film it in is in Washington. I posted one TikTok on our... I page. have always wanted to go to Nantucket, and this reminds me of what Nantucket mm-hmm. might be like, slash, like, any little island town. Like, I love these little, like, tiny island towns. God. I would kill myself. Anyway, um, <laughs> if there's no Target nearby. I need city life. I need city life. I mean, personally. I like city life, but like, I like local shit. And like those tiny towns. I like have local, local shit too, but you can have local shit within a city. True. So Kylie and Antonia are talking to the ants about magic now. 
it's really sweet. It's honestly really cute. Sally comes down. She asks them not to. But however, when she goes back upstairs, her teaspoon is moving on its own. <laughs> so she's obviously still practicing some form of magic. <laughs> she looks up at the moon. She sees a circle around the moon. She claims that means trouble. Do you know anything about that? It's a Wiccan thing, which okay. is not. We're not Wiccan. No, I've had people ask me before and I'm like, no, I guess I'm pagan. I'm none of those things. I'm an atheist witch. So, yeah. Oh, um, we have llamas. No, not llamas. Uh, Freaking not llamas. It's the opposite of llamas. God damn it. It's spring cleaning holiday. I don't remember. You're a great pagan. <laughs> I'm a terrible pagan, baby. I'm a terrible. I know pagan. you are. You just said we have something coming up. Sorry, I'm gonna give you shit if you're if you're gonna claim it. I was a terrible I Christian. Give, I'm a terrible pagan. <laughs> I give Evan shit for not knowing his parable. So I mean, I always light our defund the police candle every podcast. So that makes me a good pagan. Oh, can you send me the link so I can do it too? Yeah, I have to. I don't know if she's her shop is still open, but I will. I will see if she still has. Either one. way, if yeah, either way, I'll find one because mm-hmm. that makes I can't light it in the closet that I'm in. However, I will light it outside of the closet. Nice. <laughs> it would light my clothes on Deep on the police vest. Um, whoop, whoop. Arrest the cops that murdered Brianna Taylor. Amen. I will say she's writing this letter to Jillian. She said, quote, maybe I've had my happiness. And V, let me tell you, that is so fucking real. I thought of you so hard when she was writing this letter. It's really emotional. It's because it's, it's water. I think it's because it's Sandra Bullock delivering it. I don't believe it. <laughs> no, I, that's a problem for you, not me. Um, uh. it, it was very real when I read it. So Jillian calls the house. Can we please stop for a second? Because there is one very iconic line that she says. There is no man, only the moon. And that is very witchy. Okay, whatever. I don't know what just, I don't know what. The moon is everything when you're a witch. What are you talking about? It depends on what kind of witch you are. But yeah. I'm a fucking Selena. Jillian calls and Sally goes to a motel in Arizona, I believe. She drives all night. She drives all, drives all... night. No, she takes a flight. She takes a flight. She takes a flight. She says, I'll be there on the next flight. So basically, Jimmy has punched Jillian. Over a jelly donut, which is not cool. They see bl- what she calls a blood moon, but that wasn't a blood moon. <sighs> so, true blood moons only happen once, like, every 15 to 20 we, years. We had like, one a few years ago. We had one in 2015. The one before that was in 1982. The next one's going to be in 2032. So the the... Full moon that happens in October is also called the blood moon because people don't know what blood moons really are. It's also known as the hunter's moon. And that is a full moon in Aries. And that moon is lit because Aries is intense. Aries has got all that sassy energy. So like Aries is like sass incorporated but with fire during Scorpio season, which is sass incorporated with emotional water. So like... A lot of lashing out. So it's an intense full moon in October. So she needs her tiger's eye. Uh, Jillian wants her tiger's eye from the car that her and Jimmy were in. I brought uh, my tiger's eye. <laughs> I didn't. I don't have any. You don't have any tiger's eye? I might have like one small piece. I don't. 
Tiger's Eye is fantabulous for your solar plexus chakra, which is your center of determination and confidence and to help with those tum-tum issues, babies. That's good to know. So she goes back to the car. Jimmy's there. Jimmy takes her from the front seat. He, like, fully kidnaps them both. He tells Sally to drive, blah, blah, blah. In Sally's words later, Uh, it's a little nap. (laughs) So stupid. Sally and Jillian communicate through the mirror, like, winking at each other. Not winking, but, like, scrunching their eyes at each other. Jillian tells her that the Belladonna is in her bag. So Jillian... Um, is talking to Jimmy. Jimmy goes to Brand Jillian. He lights up his ring, like Ugh. fires up his ring. Uh, Sally freaks out and then calms it down and then puts Belladonna in his tequila bottle. Jimmy starts choking Jillian, but he comes in and starts trying to choke slash probably sexually assault Jillian. He kept talking about how he wanted sisters. It's bad. It's really bad. This movie does a really Um, bad job of, like, dark themes, like having an abusive boyfriend and grieving over the death of a spouse and dealing with family curses and completing suicide. And, uh, spoiler alert, exorcism. Like, all of those are really dark and very, very scary things. And this movie doesn't deal with them... The way that they should be dealt with, which is why I don't like it. Like, it's fun. That's not the only reason, girl. Come on. Uh, It's also super dated, but that's the biggest. No, Kylie, that's the biggest reason. Because, like, you can't have light without the dark. And when you just try to light. I I think it's a 1990s version but I will say it's a great representation of atheist witchism. Like, it's a great representation of someone like me who wants to just work with, like, herbs and fucking crystal. They don't talk about. They. Tiger's no, eye. No crystal, a That's little bit, it. kind of. Yeah. That's about it. But, like, I think it's a pretty decent representation of witchcraft for the time period. I'm not talking about the representation of witchcraft. I'm talking about the representation of dark themes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's meant to be a rom-com. They don't deal with it I agree with you there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, because that's why I'm saying it needs needs a 2020s remake because they would deal with those themes in a much better way. But that's so many 90s movies. That's what I'm saying, though. That's why it's got a good, it's got good bones. It just needs to be dealt with better. If anyone remakes this, I will fucking riot. If anyone remakes this, I will invest. Don't you want to be part of that, Kylie? God. No, I I want to keep it how it is and make a new one. Then. Like, what if Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin were the aunties in this movie? I love Stocker Channing, though. Jimmy starts choking Jillian. Sally attacks him. He dies. He passes out cold on her. Yay! Girls, yeah, for real, yay. I would have just <laughs> left his body... I would have just left his body and gone. Yeah, what the fuck? Like. I know. Why did. They panic. They panic. This is why it's very important to take deep breaths, babes. Deep breaths. (laughs) The girls decide to resurrect Jimmy with the ants book. (laughs) I will say it's pretty funny. They finally get back to Massachusetts, which means they drove a very long way with this body in the back of the car. Like for two days. Yeah. Um, part of the spell requires something white to write 
a star on his chest <laughs> and they use ruddy whip which was pretty funny i love that because that was like adaptation she's like no witches. no that's perfect that's perfect yes adaptation is the witch's number one tool if you do not have a flame if you don't have a flame to light a candle use the electric ones they totally work like salt works for everything okay salt rosemary like the spices in your kitchen cabinet you do not need to get fancy okay that all works anyway he wakes up. This is a witch break code. Don't even anyway me. I know, but I'm just trying to push through because it's we're like a quarter of the movie. And it's been Why like do you even now. care? You're not editing. Because I'm drunk and I'm trying not to. <laughs> you want to see your boyfriend. I do. <laughs> we're going to have pizza and I'm excited about the pizza. Oh, uh, that sounds so good. So he wakes up. He immediately attacks Jillian. Uh, he tries to choke her again. He's not so... Uh, Sally <laughs> hits him over the head with a cast iron skillet. Kills him again. The Rapunzel principle. I like it. <laughs> I do have it's to mention funny. something that. So while they're doing the spell, um, I did some research on blue sage to see if it was as problematic as white sage, and I uncovered a lot of really interesting things about how white sage is problematic because it's endangered, but also. In trying to defend cultural appropriation, a bunch of white people have, like, gone overboard with the social justice warrior shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of indigenous people have been like, it's not possible for you to culturally appropriate white sage ceremonies because you have never been taught those ceremonies. So I'm not saying start using white sage, babes, little witches, but I am saying do some research. And it was just a very interesting discovery. Um, Blue Sage, I do have to shout out Blue Sage Eco Boutique, which is um, an acquaintance and friend of mine, Christina. She is here in Tampa, but she ships internationally as amazing candles and little dusts and herbs and things like that. And she's amazing. So that was the other reason I needed to mention Blue Sage, which they use in the spell. Also, they talk about Hecate. Hecate is a badass bitch. Do they? What do they say about her? They uh, say her name in the spell. Where is my Hecate? This is my Hecate. I will post her on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. Patrick got me this Hecate for my birthday last year. Um, Hecate is the goddess of witches um, and healing to a certain extent. Um, She is very cool. This is from Delamorte Co. But she usually is shown with three heads and dogs. And she's really cool. Hail Hecate. If some of us don't believe in goddesses. Anyway. I mean, um, Hecate isn't really part of my practice, but I have a statue of her because my sweet husband was like, this still is the goddess, goddess of witchcraft. Yeah. She's like, this is the goddess she's... of witchcraft. <laughs> my, some my of us who are atheists this. don't believe in that at all. No, I know. So, Listen, so anyway. we've talked about this many times. Your practice can include or not include gods and goddesses. Yes. Part of my practices yes. still includes Jesus, and I am an ex-Christian, so. Excuse me. Excuse me, what? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll talk He's about that Still later. a deity. Uh, okay, we'll talk about that later. Uh, the girls, after he wakes up, Jimmy wakes up, and then attacks Jillian again, and Sally hits him over the head, they bury him in the garden. They decide not to tell the ants. They so are the doing the so gr- bad at this. Like, it's such a... It's, yeah, I mean, who's good at murder? They live on an island. Sociopaths. Why did they dump his body in the ocean? Actually, I think the bearing is smarter. Really? Yeah, because ocean, he's going to wash up eventually. You weigh the body down. Duh. Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> the 
dance and the girls return from the solstice celebration. It's really funny because the girls say, we dance naked under the moonlight. And that was what she didn't want them to do. It's very cute. They're excited to see Jillian. Jillian hasn't been home in like 10 years. She tells her that Mugwort will fix her bruise on her face. They're just such witches. It's so sweet. Yeah. Jet's approach is to give her chocolate, which is totally my thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's the chocolate in the morning witch. Mm. I've had a cookie every day for breakfast until I ran out of Christmas cookies. I ate the last one yesterday, and it was very sad. <laughs> it's now phone tree day, so um, basically Sally is apparently, obviously a mother on the island. <sighs> And she is never picked to be the top of the phone tree or even on the phone tree because she's a witch. Um, Jillian shows up and magically Sally's on the top spot. And she said, yeah, that was me. So (laughs) Sally's now the top of the phone tree. The only reason I mention that is because it becomes important later. It's Midnight Margarita time. Midnight Margaritas. You put the lime in the coconut. Get all up. My buddy so basically, it's right. They do like a little cute spell. The ants do like a little cute spell Da-da. on the blender. Okay. This is uh, the background. She, I'm just providing ambiance. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, I apologize. <laughs> so they're doing midnight margaritas. Um, fix my belly. It, they have a really da-da. funny quote where they said, since when is being a slut a crime in this family? That was funny. Jillian's trying to cute. read palms like really poorly oh yeah she's not a great witch that's the whole point she's a sex witch Um, now play to your strengths babies now they're just taking shots of tequila and being real mean to each other the two girls look at the bottle and they say where did this come from the aunts say it was left on the porch it is the bottle jimmy had basically it's bad they break the bottle to break the spell and the ants are mad the ants are asking what happened. The girls won't tell them still. A uh, broom falls and they say, well, company is coming. I wonder who that could be. Baby Ginger Kylie sees a man by the roses in their garden. Uh, she describes Jimmy. The ants decide to leave and told the girls to clean up your own mess. Oh, before they leave, they give the girls a piece of the rope that their ancestor I said ancestor because oh, we've been talking that. about aunts. They give ancestor. Yes, thank you. Because I was thinking mm-hmm. auntie, ancestor. That is totally a thing. Actually, I do. Whenever I travel, um, I always wear. My grandmother gave me a cross. Um, when I turned eight, she gave me the cross that my grandfather gave to her when they got married. And Aww. I used to wear it all the time, but since I'm not a Christian anymore, I only wear it when I travel now, so that my grandmother protects me. Um, cause most of the time yeah. I'm going to tra- I'm traveling to visit family. Um, but I also included on that when I got married, my birthstone, but also my aunt's favorite stone is a sapphire. And okay. for my wedding, I wore this little sapphire plumeria. But anyway, that is also on the chain with the cross now. So I wear that because it's like my family and ancestor ties. So mm-hmm. it's my protective talisman. But the aunts give the piece of the rope that Maria hung from to the girls. And that's the ancestor. Oh, okay. The little girls. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. The like baby girls. Yes. Yeah. Antonia and Kylie. Ancestor protection. Oh, no. Oh, no. Finally meet Cop Gary. Gary Cop from Arizona. He come, He came to talk to Jillian because she is Jimmy's girlfriend. 
So Gary has read the letter that Sally wrote to Jillian, which is honestly a very personal letter and he had no business reading. Um, Jillian tries to flirt with Gary the cop by reading his palm. He's not having it. <laughs> Gary knows that they have Jimmy's car, so it's obvious that they're not telling him everything. Um, he shows them the dead bodies that Jimmy has left behind. Basically, Jimmy is a serial killer. He has strangled and branded women like across the country. And, and uh, he's fixated on catching these women who killed him. Yeah. He's trying to find Jimmy, though. At this point, Jimmy's just missing. He doesn't have any knowledge that Jimmy is dead. He suspects that Jimmy is dead. It, honestly, he might suspect it, whole... but in his, def- in his like, defense, there is no real evidence of that. Right. But this is another reason why I say this movie needs an update. Because considering all of the true crime that millennials are now okay, into... Well. It would be such a better story with a rewrite, man. Disagree. I think mm, it's, it's so bad. Like, you can't. Eh. Stop calling it bad. Incorrect. So. <laughs> My opinion's incorrect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I already told <laughs> you that this would get dirty. <laughs> this has been dirtier than Malignant, okay? Malignant is a trash film. I don't know Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> So, Cop Gary shows them the dead bodies, blah, 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 blah. And it obviously harkens back to the fact that Jimmy tried to brand Jillian. So, it's obviously him. Right. He starts asking around town to everyone. They're telling them, oh, they're witches. Oh, they're witches. Blah, 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 blah. This is still, like, very obviously leading to the fact that witches are bad people, which I don't think is really a thing anymore. But, okay. I don't know because I only know witches now. I don't. I don't Maybe know. Maybe in a small town it's not great, I guess. I'm really not sure. My perspective is just... I just don't think anyone thinks that poorly that they would, like, blame someone for murder just because they practice witch. I just... That seems like a stretch. I mean, I'm pretty well accepted in my community of people. However, when I'm at markets, I definitely have people give me weird looks because I'm a tarot reader. Okay. I mean... Nobody has I just ever know that said at anything. my work, no one gives a shit that I'm a witch. Well, <laughs> there's still people who stand on street corners and scream about going to hell for drinking, you know? Like, I can't even imagine mm-hmm. what they must say about witchcraft. That's fair. But the good news is, in a lot of cases, you can surround yourself with people who are accepting of you. It's not always the case. Sometimes it's hard to move into places and also sort through people who have good intentions <laughs> but it's totally possible to move into a community that accepts you. Yeah, I've never had a problem. No, I haven't really either. Good for us. Yay! So, we win. Yay! <laughs> so the little girls and Jillian are doing a spell to banish Gary the cop. I just keep writing him as Gary the cop. I like it. Um, He's A-Cab. not a hot cop this time? No, he's a cab and he's not hot. So what? He's pretty. I don't find him hot at all. So if we're playing fuck Mary Kill, fuck the guy from Malignant, the cop from Malignant, but marry the mm-hmm. cop in this movie. Kill no, I'd marry. I'd the marry cops who murdered Brianna Taylor. <laughs> I would marry guy from Malignant. Fuck this guy and kill all the rest of the cops. 
No way. Aiden Quinn's got yeah. the face of a, a marriage partner. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. He's not my. He's not my vibe. I mean, not my a- vibe. <laughs> they do find Sally's book with the love spell in it, so the little girls hear about how he can flip pancakes and you ride know, a pony backwards. Has one blue eye and one green eye and all that stuff. Yeah. Gary sees the Belladonna in their greenhouse. And they have a really nice conversation uh, where Sally says magic isn't just spells and potions. She points out that his badge is a star and it's made of silver. And it's basically a talisman. And she says it has power because you believe it does. I like it. I like it. She says Mm -hmm. the thing that I always say if you are a fan and a friend of the pod. I always say magic is the power that you make it. I've never heard you say that in my life. And I, heard I haven't that, said but... it in that exact phrase, but that's what I always say. Magic is just the, like we've talked about Nancy banishing Freddy Krueger and it's literally just her words saying like, I don't believe in you. Anymore. I heard here, your burp and don't pretend like I didn't. <laughs> oh my God. Tequila. Tequila is not a friend of the pod. Wow. Or it is. I don't know. Do you guys like this episode? Please let us know. Please let us know because this is one of my favorite movies of all time now. This is the second time I've seen it, and I'm absolutely obsessed with it, and I will never let it go. I am obligated to like this movie, I guess. You aren't, but you're wrong. Gary the cop comes in. He is already perfectly flipping cactus-shaped pancakes. It's adorable. And it's really cute. And the girls, and it's not like weird cute. It's like actually cute. The girls see this. They have already read their mom's love spell. And seen his eyes and done all that stuff. And they stop Gary from pouring the syrup on his pancakes that has the banishing spell in it. They they throw it into the ocean, which is pretty cute. Which is what they should have done with Jimmy Angelov. Um, yes. Sure. <laughs> they also should have just left him by the side of the road. Like, I don't know why they had to Yeah, why did they take him all the way back all? to Massachusetts? I guess we wouldn't have know. a movie if that was the case. For sure. They see a toad on a rock and it spits out Jimmy's ring. And it is, the reason it's so specific is because it's the ring that he branded all the girls with. Man, this would be like a great rom-com or a great serial killer movie, but somehow it's not great when it's both. Oh, it's amazing when it's both. No, it's not. So (laughs) It's an either or situation. No, Gary the cop tells them to get a good lawyer. Better idea. Miniseries. Miniseries. Yes. It could be a miniseries. Jillian tells Sally that she's wasting her talent because Jillian has always wanted Sally's talent her whole life. It's a whole argument. Sally wants to tell Gary the cop what happened. So Sally tells Gary it's Jimmy's ring. Um, She She chases him down and they're in his hotel room. Mm -hmm. And she finds out that he has been reading her letter like thousands of times. It's like all beat up and ridiculously read, obviously. She won't lie to him on record and say that she didn't kill Jimmy. She keeps saying Jillian didn't kill him. Very killed anyone. Very diplomatic, Sal. <laughs> and then they make out in a very hot scene. It's She's so weird. <laughs> I disagree. She realizes he has one green eye and one blue eye. Now, go ahead. Say how weird it is. Oh, I think the fact that she keeps discovering that he's the guy from her spell 
is pretty fucking adorable. Um, mm-hmm. I do like that part. I just think that this movie is going in two directions at the same time and can't seem what? to string the two together. What's the directions? Like, what are the Serial killer movie or rom-com movie. Hard disagree. It's actually not even rom-com. It's just rom. That's true. There's no comedy. Listen, Midnight Margaritas are really fun. Again, I don't have enough foundation of the family for this to be, like, a cute thing. Also, they were being really mean to each other. That's their thing. They're snarky. That wasn't snark. That was just... That was... Well, you cannot live in my household because bitch we mean. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that, like, I haven't spent enough time. I want more aunt in this movie, first of all. I need more aunties. They're in there, like, three quarters of the time. Fuck no. More aunties. More aunties forever. You're nuts. No. Jet and Francis are my favorite. Oh, yeah, they're great. Don't get me wrong. They're great. Like, I just want aunties and the little kids. I, like, do not give a shit about Sandra and Nicole. Oh, wow. Hard stance. You're incorrect. Look, I've never been a Sandra or Nicole. I don't relate to them. That's part of the problem. Why do you relate? Have you ever been a Sandra or Nicole? Mm, I have been a young widow, yes. Okay. This whole... And I have also been slutty. So, yes, I've been both of them. fair come at me bitch yes i have (laughs) okay so anyway uh sally goes they make out she stops it sally goes back home uh and freaks out she like has this intuition they have intuition throughout the movie which i love Um, oh the girls are freaking out they're running downstairs she runs upstairs and sees jillian being possessed jimmy's spirit is inside jillian Gary comes up behind her. They both see Jimmy come out of Jillian. The scene is cool as fuck. I mean, the actual graphics are bad, but it is cool. No, okay. This is the one time where I'm like, the 90s lends itself to this, and I'm into it. I mean, it worked. It totally worked. Jimmy it- tries to possess Gary, but the sil- Gary has that, you know, Silver Star, Texas, whatever, Arizona. Arizona sheriff sheriff badge um and it stops him it burns a like a star into his palm and so temporarily metal. banishes him oh my god it's so metal it's so cool <laughs> gary says that he has read sally's letter at least a thousand times and he feels like she brought him to massachusetts sally tells him that the reason he's there is the spell from her childhood because he fulfills all of those things. This is where I'm like, I'm into this bit. Like, this scene with Jimmy and this next scene, I'm into this. And then the movie ruins it with what comes next. Holy shit. He walks away saying, you do what you do and I'll do what I do and we'll see where we end up. And he says, curses will only have power when you believe in it and I don't. He also says, I wished for you to. That was really cute. So cute. That was that. Like Sandra has this moment where she just like starts to cry. And I almost y'all. I didn't hate this movie. It has moments where I'm like, yes, please. Yes. Give me all of that. It just doesn't execute it all. Okay. I'm going to talk about in a minute. This next whole next sequence gets 
fucked up because, once again, somebody couldn't decide on the music. But oh I want to speak God. for just, no, I am going to stand on that soapbox forever. I stood on it with Malignant and I'll stand on Please it Please don't because I'm hungry. Don't stand on it forever. Stand on it for an adequate amount of time. But I do want to speak about curses because when he says curses only have power when you believe in them. And honestly, (laughs) that line struck me really weird because I feel like there are some curses that, I don't know, it just didn't seem. That seems like a non-magical person's version of what can, you know what I mean? Like, he's not actually magical. He doesn't know what a curse can do. Yeah, because he's how, he's just trying to be romantic. Well, but when you and when you don't believe your power exists, then you don't believe curses exist and vice versa. Like your belief is everything like regarding curses and powers and things like that. But like you can't just magically change your situation because you believe it's going to change. Sometimes that that's just not how it works. And I think that that needs to be acknowledged because some people are just born into a shitty situation and I feel like that's kind of a curse, you know? There's a curse of just, like, being born the way that you are sometimes. And that's why I felt like that line was weird. And I just wanted to acknowledge that because you can use magic, whatever kind of magic it is that you're using, to help yourself and to try and better yourself and better your situation. But I still think that there's injustice and unfairness in the world and that oh, yeah. translates to talking about that at all. See, that's what it felt like to me though. Like I feel like that's what curses like actual curses really are because I always think about witchcraft in cute I think little movies. Thi- I yeah, think I read into it way too much, but I just yeah. needed to acknowledge it. <laughs> Look, we that's like fine. That's totally we, fine, but we I take mean, a responsibility. This movie was from like 1996 or something. Nope, nobody like, was quote unquote woke in 1998, but I just had to acknowledge it for the modern age, okay? Yeah, it's fine. I just needed it to be said because we always talk about like ACAB and shit like that, and there's injustices in the world. So some curses, of course, there are, require a lot more than just not believing in them. And I just thought oh, it was okay, important yeah. to say that. That's fair. Okay. All right, that soapbox is done. So, I have an, I have a few more lined up. Let's go. Okay. Let's it up. So, good lord. Uh, Jimmy has repossessed Jillian now. So, Sally hits Jillian. The ants are home. We're all trying now. Now the, now the focus is let's get this out of Jillian, right? So, I will say a nice quote that she says is, or I believe it's Francis says, you can't practice witchcraft while you put your, while you look down your nose at it. Ooh. I didn't I catch that, that line. Mm-hmm. I like it. She says we need a full coven, which to them is nine women. Covens are different for everybody, just for the record. She's and um, Jet says twelve will be better. There is magic in the number three, people. Three is a beautiful mm-hmm. number. Sally calls the phone tree. That's why I brought it up earlier. Uh, <sighs> and everyone, and she finally admits that she's a witch, and all the women come for her. All right. So this is the problem okay. I have. This is the problem I have. It's great that is this she's your calling the problem with the end of the movie. Yes, just like your main okay. problem with *Malignant* was the ending, so is mine. So because is it's mine. fucking stupid. No, that's not what I'm going to say at all. Also, I have a what oh, better crafted argument than that. Excuse you. Okay, well, the demon crab walk is something that will never, <laughs> I'll never, I'll never get over. So I actually found out there was again. I'm going to harp on the music. 
Sorry, babes. There was an original darker soundtrack to this film. Okay. Okay. That would and, make sense. And then, yes, that would make sense, right? We're gonna we're dealing with some dark we're dealing with fucking exorcism right now, okay? Mm-hmm. Right? Scary. Scary. This woman is possessed. She might die. That's scary. That deserves mood music. The music that plays sounds like the Harry Potter Christmas anthem. <laughs> While she's calling the phone tree and she's telling everybody to come so that they can save her possessed sister. I don't even mind the line where she's like, I've never been strung out by a guy like this. I don't even mind the puns. It's the music because they're being all like lighthearted about prepping for an exorcism. An exorcism. And that was where I was like. Let's be careful calling it an exorcism because that's a Catholic thing. I think that's what they call it in the movie. Okay. She's possessed. What else do you call it? Being possessed. Well, what do you call getting rid of the possessed being? I mean, they kill him. I don't know. It just sounds so Catholic to me when we talk about it. He seems very demon-y, though. He's not a demon. He's just a bad human. Can I finish the thing and then we can discuss this? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Okay. I said the lesson to this is own your witchcraft because she finally says I'm a witch and people come along with her. I know it's cheesy, but Frances says there's a little witch in all of us. I think that line is adorable. And I also don't think that it's cheesy that she calls all the the PTA mamas to come help her and they come. I think that's great. It's the music I have a problem with. It's the fucking tone. It's it's a rom com. Like I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's a not rom. though. It's a They're rom. It's a rom. Little... It's a rom. It's a romance movie. How is it they a comedy? Sur- How is it a comedy when they are literally it's not. moving? That's a why I changed what I said. That's why I changed what I said. You're right. It's just a romance movie. Music. It's a romance female empowered sets movie. The tone. I'm this just saying kiss, the music sets the tone. This kiss. Yes. Unstoppable. And that was a this. good that was a great that was an I'm example of music setting distract. the tone properly. I'm just trying to distract you because I'm trying to get through the body. There is no this. way you can distract me from this. So they surround Jillian with brooms. She is tied up. They all pick up their brooms, handle to brush in a circle around her. They start chanting. The banishment is harming Jillian. So obviously Sally jumps in. It's honestly very emotional for me to watch it as someone who has a sister. Sally lays down next to Jillian and tells her that they're going to go through this together. Jillian keeps begging, saying, let him take me, let him take me. He just wants me. It'll be over if he takes me. Sally won't let her. So basically, Sally starts to repeat their promises from when they did the blood oath. And then Sally wakes Jimmy up with a smell of tequila. That would also wake me up. (laughs) Sally repeats the blood oath once again. And once this happens, they all unite hands. And it's a very emotional segment. I can't really describe it. Light flashes. Jimmy is banished. And we see Maria as well. The woman from the beginning. Their ancestor. And this means that the curse has been lifted. Just as Jimmy has been banished. Jimmy's spirit is turned to dust and it's very cute. They all brush it out and pour the, like all of them use their Swiffers and their This their is bro- an example where happy music is appropriate. Okay? I'm yes. into it here. And and then they pour the potion that they have made 
I would call it a potion or as yes, you know, out yes, a potion one hundred on top of where he his body is because his body is still there and he's gone basically. Bye, Jimmy. So now it's like a couple days later, I assume. Jillian has something for Sally from Arizona. Gary has cleared them all for any wrongdoing and the death of Jimmy. Good he cop, calls Gary. it an accident. Good cop, Gary. <laughs> Good job. And then Good guess copy. what? Guess what happens? He comes Gary back to his appears. TV Nick song. Gary appears. He's to his TV Nick song, no less my fucking heart. Oh. I didn't. I didn't notice that. I don't know anything about Stevie Nicks. In the Nicks, crystalline but. knowledge of you, it's from her solo album, Kylie. I don't know anything about Stevie Nicks. Girl, you are a witch. You need to know everything about Stevie Nicks. That's fair. That's <laughs> very fair. I know I should, but I don't. I so mean, he I appears. I, I don't. He comes either. back I'm just to you. Shit. <laughs> he has come back to be with Sally. They are in love. So. Yay. It's the cutesy dumb ending is that it's Halloween. They're all all of the Owens women are dressed up in witch costumes and the townsfolk come and have they have obviously accepted them as witches. Yeah, because it happens overnight. I mean, it's been a few months. I will say that happened in like summer because of the weather and this is now the next autumn. So it's been a minute. Okay, fair. They appear on top of their house in witch costumes. They jump down and they magically land. But I will say the cutest thing is what she says, what Sally says. She says, I do know that you always throw spilled salt over your left shoulder. Keep rosemary by your garden gate. Plant lavender for luck and fall in love whenever you can. It is iconic and I want to hate it because it's so cliche, but I can't hate it because it's beautiful. And that's it. That is my coverage of... My now in my top five all-time favorite movies, Practical Magic. How long have you been throwing salt over your shoulder, Kylie? My whole life. My whole life, too. That's like my babyest witchiness, always throwing salt over my shoulder. for sure my whole life. Uh, Rosemary is a great all-purpose herb. And I do say herb because that's the correct fucking way to say it. Shout out to No, Amazon. it's not. It's an herb. What is herb. wrong with you? Herb because there's a fucking H in it. That's the name. Herb, herb. Is, the, is the item. Herb is the name of an elderly man named Herb. Herb. Also, herb if anybody if herb. anybody understands that Eddie Izzard reference, please DM me directly at Mystical Millennial. However, it is time for tarot cards. Please hurry it up because I'm now offended. You're offended because it's herb? Yes. 1,000% I'm disturbed. It's just a pronunciation. Okay. I have an English degree. So do I. Yeah. So pronunciation matters to you too. Okay. But they say herb in England. So is that wrong? Are all English people wrong? Yes. Okay, all right. So who are we, Kylie, who are we pulling cards for? Pull a card for Jillian. Okay, so we'll pull one for Jillian, one for Sal. Anybody else? I think those are good. I think all right. G I L L I A N. I'm pulling today because of all of the hedge witchiness and the crafting, herb crafting. I said herb crafting, Kylie. Uh, in this movie, I am using the Herb Crafters deck, which has got to be it's one of the most... It's Herb! 
anyway, this deck is beautiful. It is by Letitia Guthrie, and the artwork is by Joanna Powell Cobert, and it has an amazing guidebook about sourcing herbs and working with herbology and things like that. So our card for... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was that science called? Herbology. It's not herbology. Boom! Do you want me to pull this fucking card or what? Yes, I do. Jillian got Mallow, the two of water, which has an adorable little hummingbird. Water is cups. Okay, thank you. All right, I am going to use the guidebook on this because there's information regarding Mallow itself that I am not familiar with because I am not really a hedge witch. Oh, there's an Aphrodite fountain in here. Aphrodite reminds us that vulnerability and sovereignty create relationships that are self-renewing. Allow yourself to be drawn in by what you love. So for Jillian, there's a lot more to the guidebook. I just read a little excerpt. For Jillian, two of water, she really needs, if she really wants to be in love again, she really needs to reconnect to herself. She needs to reconnect to her own emotions. She needs to kind of dwell in the love that she already has with her family. But also, I was going to say, wouldn't you say Two of Cups has a lot to do with her and Sally, though? Absolutely. Absolutely. She, because she spent so much time away, I think that it's about reconnecting not only with her family and with Sally and her nieces that she's never really met, but also with herself. There is a lot to the relationship with the self, which I've talked about a lot in this episode, actually. But she's got to focus on that. Okay. No, Sally. I have gifted this deck before because this deck is absolutely incredible. Actually, Wildly Tarot is the reason that I bought this deck. They described it in epic detail and I was like, I have to have it. I have to. And it's been amazing. Okay, Sally. S-A-L-L-Y. Sally! You're not going to believe the card I pulled. What? It's the Magician. Oh, Okay. For Sally. She has to own her power. Own her power. Be the magician. The magical witch that she is. I love this. The magician is one of my favorite cards in the tarot because it represents obviously magic. And turning your power into something magical. And sunflowers are my favorite flower. I have a sunflower tattooed on myself. You sure do. I do. It's a Van Gogh sunflower that I got done in Amsterdam because I'm that cool. You got it done in Amsterdam? Yeah. (laughs) Bitch, if I go out of the country, I'm going to be like tattoo my face. (laughs) It's a nice tattoo too. Thank you. I love it so much. Um, Yeah, sunflowers uh, create, have so much warmth and magic and just... um, I feel like it's just telling her to, like, lean into her familial magic. Right. Like, lean into the warmth and the love. Oh, she is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, like, the fun thing about the magician is that all the elements are here. You know, earth, fire, water, air. All of them are here. And the the infinity symbol, which I never remember the proper name of. Own it, Sally. Get it, girl. Own, Own the love and the magic. Because, obviously, her magic was powerful enough to get Aiden Quinn into her life, so... It's also powerful enough to resurrect someone, so. Oh, yeah. Well, that backfired. Fantastic. Well, it did. However, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for joining us in 2022. 
2022, thank you for sticking with us after our little break. We needed a little holiday break. Yeah. What is our next? I was just going to apologize that we didn't cover The Grinch, but we did watch it. And we hope you all enjoyed some fun holiday movies as well. Um, if you haven't seen the Jim Carrey's The Grinch, I'm not sure what the fuck to do with you. So. We should make a grand effort to cover it this year uh, when we get to. If we are still day. going by next Christmas, we will f- we will cover The Grinch. What do you mean if, bitch? If people keep listening. Yes, of course. Obviously, they will listen because y'all need to tell your friends. Because next week, <laughs> we are covering... 2019's Nicolas Cage starring Color Out of Space, which my husband is so excited about because he's been asking me to watch that movie for nigh on a year. And every time I have not been in the mood, but now we're going to do it. I went to Instagram and asked y'all for some recommendations. And I knew, I knew my girl Hope was going to recommend something that I was going to want because it's sci-fi month. And she recommended amongst other things, Color Out of Space. And that's the one. Thank you, Hope. Thanks, Hope. (laughs) <laughs> I'll I'll thank you now. However, I might hate it because it's Lovecraft, so I'll probably hate it. We are definitely going to talk about the problematic nature of Lovecraft himself next episode. We've got to because it's important. Uh, mm-hmm. But we are I I'm very excited. I've been ready to watch this movie. Uh, it is on Shutter for those who want to watch along. And that's it for this week. Kylie, follow me at the Ark of a Switch. Follow us at Witch Theater with an R E. Follow V at. I am at Mystical Millennial on Instagram and Vero. Uh, Vero is a new social media platform. Uh, TikTok is going to be shut down soon because I'm not doing collective readings anymore, but I will do your okay. private reading. And this week's code word. There you go. This week's code word is Belladonna. Ooh, good <laughs> code word. Thank you so much. That's a really good choice. I do love a good Belladonna. Yes. It means pretty lady in Italian. Mm-hmm. It's literally a pretty name for a girl. Just call her Bella. Bella like Donna. if her, ooh, but what if her middle name was Bella Donna? Bella and middle name Donna? No, like the middle name would just be Bella Donna. Oh, okay. <laughs> we will see you next anyway, week for Color Out of Space. <laughs> we'll see you next week to celebrate Sci-Fi Month. Yay! Which is January. We will talk to you guys next week. Goodbye! Bye-bye!